0: live on the telephone with us. Good morning, R.W. Let me see if we can't uh, find R.W. once again here. Good morning, R.W. Hey, good morning, Allison. After working for 10 days straight down in Trenton, I was especially glad for Saturday's rain, which allowed me to stay home and catch up on a few things including some errands I wouldn't have otherwise been able to do. One of them was a stop at our local, twice-weekly-during-the-summer farmer's market in Orono. I like to see how the stuff I'm growing in the garden at home compares with the produce the professional farmers have to offer. I also have a few favorite vendors I like to visit. One of them my girlfriend and I call the Chicken Man. In a few more all-too-short months, he'll be supplying us our Thanksgiving turkey. But during the rest of the year, we get eggs and various cuts of chicken from him. His somewhat drooping eyelids made me look a little weary, and I asked him whether he was having a peaceful summer, simultaneously conjuring up a mental image to myself of chickens squawking and cleavers flying as I looked at the various cuts of poultry displayed in front of me. No, he replied with a sigh, we're pretty much at it morning, noon, and night. The whole summer is kind of like one long day to us. Don't ask me why, but his words made me think of the northern crown, otherwise known as the corona borealis a bright little circle of stars between the constellations of Hercules and Butes. The northern crown has been known by a myriad of other names as well, among them the Wreath by the Greeks, the Boomerang by the Australian Aborigines, and the Camp Circle or the Celestial Sisters by the Native Americans. The jewel of the crown, its brightest star, is Alfeka. 75 light-years from Earth, Alpha is brighter than 52 suns. All of that nocturnal luminosity jibes well with the general brilliance of July, this month of abundant heat and energy. This July, the moon is at its furthest point from Earth twice. It's already been at apogee on the first of the month, and it will be at apogee again on the 28th. During the middle of the month, we've been enjoying the waning and then waxing crescent moon. Yesterday, the rain gave me another day off from the Trenton gig, and in the morning, I got to catch up some with our garden weeding like crazy and managing to sow some new basil and lettuce before the afternoon downpour started. All the while, I'd been thinking about an assortment of recent local, regional, and international events, all whirling in this gyre of July. For example, Victoria Higgins, chief of the Arustic Band of Micmacs, is concerned about the overall declining health of tribal members the past few decades and believes their poor eating habits have something to do with it. Hence, Using monies from various grants along with their own matching funds, the tribe has begun building a farmer's market and a fish hatchery. In his chapter called Cetology in Moby Dick, Herman Melville spent considerable effort discussing discussing whether or not whales were fish, playing on the old, if it swims like a fish, looks like a fish, etc., eventually deciding that whales were indeed mammals, which was important to his view of Calvinist theology, but we'll get into that at a later date. Right now, however, one of the big events occurring this past week, as far as I'm concerned, was the success of the HBSIA carbon-fiber solar-powered aircraft developed by the Swiss group Solar Impulse. Having taken off on Wednesday from Payern near Lake Neuchâtel in Switzerland, the aircraft, powered by 12,000 solar cells and sunlight-powered lithium batteries, flew through the night and returned on Thursday morning to Payern. The flight was part of the project's $95 million effort to eventually pilot the first flight around the globe in an airplane using only solar energy. Think of it. And then an event coming up this week that certainly recalls the past for many of us is the auctioning at Christie's of Roy Rogers' faithful horse, Trigger, who hoofed it around in life from 1934 to 1965 and then became a substantial taxidermy project displayed in the Roy Rogers and Dale Evans Museum, which closed last year. Bidding for the remains of Trigger will begin at $100,000. For a moment there, I felt a little tired, like the chicken man at the Orono Farmer's Market. From Orono, Maine, have a great day.